Welcome, wrestling fans, to a bout of epic proportions. It's time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. In the far corner, the older, the wiser, the funnier, Mike Clang and Bang Clang. In the other corner, the younger, the quicker, the prettier, Matt, thumping and pumping, clang! Hi everybody, welcome to episode 41 of the Brothers of Discussion! Discussion! Yeah! First impression of the night from... Kyoto, Japan. Oh. <laughs> that's it. So what should we talk about today? All right. Yeah, well, that's it. That's the show. Thanks, everybody. From Kyoto, Japan. I just like saying, I, I love saying that city and country. I think everybody should be from Kyoto, Japan. All my make a wrestler, all, like in the video game, all my make a wrestlers are from Kyoto, Japan. Weighing in at 525 pounds. He is the brother of discussion and the me <laughs> too movement. <laughs> that new faction, the me too movement. That's <laughs> yes. what. Yeah. That'll be Vince's it's last, a... <laughs> his last uh, uh, storyline with the WWE. We'll have uh, Trish Stratus come on and go. Um, you made me strip on live TV. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Vince. Um, Matt, before, before we get into a hot-button week of wrestling... I was just about know, to get... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Let the folks know where you can find us, Matt. They can find us at bodpodcast.com. That is the hub for all things Brothers of Discussion. That's bodpodcast.com. You can find the Facebook, the Twitter, all of our lovely blogs. Uh, most recently, you can find our great story uh, about Becky Lynch. Am I overthinking it with the new ad... Uh, showing Becky Lynch smiling. She's a heel. Why is she smiling? Uh, on top of that, we've got Braun Strowman. He has not quite turned heel, and I have quite the argument uh, going against uh, what what the WWE wants us to think, uh, namely because I think Roman Reigns and The Shield are actually uh, going through some heel tactics well before Braun Strowman decided just to get some protection. Can't blame him for that. No, you uh, can't. And then, of course, I thanked, uh, or I didn't thank, but uh, I awarded Adam Cole as the now favorite wrestler that plays video games. Why? Because he pandered to me. <laughs> and he posted a thank you to CD Projekt Red, uh, as I have done many times in the past, the greatest video game I've ever played, The Witcher 3. Adam Cole, also a huge fan. He is now officially better than Xavier Woods. Uh, in regards to Ooh. playing video games, being a fan, his taste in video games, anything Xavier could do, it's too late. Adam Cole, baby. Speaking of show. speaking of video games, 
Uh, and uh, Adam Cole, let's just let's just pivot from that, Mike. You want to just pivot right into NXT now that we talked about BODpodcast.com? Uh, Mike, uh, I do, but before we run away, oh god, uh, we've got a we've got another iteration of the WWE 2K19 coming soon. Woo! Um, can I just say these are the greatest commercials of all time? Uh, like Mike, you can say whatever you want. Can I? May I? May I say? Yeah, that? go ahead. Uh, you know, when they do the, a couple years ago, they had, like, Sting coming back, and he had that, that light bulb going across his head, and you're like, whoa, look at the black and white lights, whoa! <laughs> um, so I guess that, that was you. <laughs> they had, remember they had Suplex City? Um, so Brock was, like, in a city that was made out of suplexes or something. Um, Sounds like you have a pretty good memory of it. It does. <laughs> um, and then now they have this Ronda Rousey one. Where they have a clip of Rowdy Roddy Piper, you know, saying, you know, here's my jacket, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna make it, kid, you know, make it, make, run it well, use my name well, and she's like, I will, don't worry, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper, I will wear this jacket that's too big and it hides my hands, like when you're a little kid and you wear dad's coat, I will make your legacy live on. You know what they should have done? Who will live on? They should have had her deny the jacket and then, like, do some sort of, like, um, like holographic fight between Roddy Piper and, and Rhonda uh, in the same fashion as, uh, what is it? Is it They Live? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, they live. So, the so Rhonda turns, classic. she turns down the jacket and then it's just Roddy, like, Knocking her down into the dirt. Put him on! <laughs> that wasn't a bad Rowdy Roddy Piper. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I, I am uh, sucking down some bullet bourbon right now, so I imagine if anything Make added sure to the the growl of Roddy Piper, it was a little bit of liquor. Yeah. yeah Rest- put him on! Come on, Hogan! Come on, Hogan! All right, so I've got one impression. As long as I keep it short, I've got Roddy Piper. Can you deliver the, uh, I'm here to kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. I can't, I can't remember how that sounds. Uh, <laughs> but it's not, that's too long. I just said, I gotta keep it short. I gotta go, come on! Come on, Rowdy! That was incredible. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from the grave, Rudy, Rudy Piper. <laughs> All right. Well, what, uh, what was the other thing we were talking? No, uh, I was just saying the, the like the commercials are incredible. Like yeah. You know, oh I, right, right, right. Yeah. Great I want to do all the storylines, and in the new game, you're going to do the Daniel Bryan uh, comeuppance. Uh, you know, where you you build yourself to the big yes movement um the wrestlemania win at wrestlemania 30 yeah um then the downfall with the injury and then the comeback um so that sounds fun they they just released the the 75 first characters that are going to be playable Woo! um they didn't just release you know the usual rigmarole uh they made sure to feature every single nxt guy that would make me want to buy that game yeah they were really selling to you that game is catered to me. It's not just Undisputed Era and Velveteen Dream. One man was put into that game, Tucky. 
Tucky! Yeah, you can turn on your PlayStation, Tucky. You can get a little yum 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 when you're sitting down having a they, steak. Yeah. They should have had that be like Mario Party, and you you have to like go out and cook steaks with Tucky, and then eat them as quickly as possible, passing steaks yeah. around the locker room. Yeah, when you're the... once you see an empty plate, you got to keep it filled up, or else the wrestler gets fed up and starts beating on Tucky. Yeah, come on, yeah. Tucky! <laughs> Give Tucky a chance. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, especially now we have the we have so we have the Alistair Black mystery, who done it, who injured him. Um, you know, that could oh, be right. like a heavy heavy rain go. sequence. You know, in yeah. the new wrestling game. Um, I think it would be a lot of fun. Um. Yeah, what would you be ha- uh, like hot tag question? Let take away your Alistair Black idea. What what would be that hasn't been done yet? If you can think of one, but what would what would be a fun like go around right now in uh, in, in in the two K games and in two K nineteen? Like what or maybe what what's the next big thing they do in two K twenty? Well, I think the creator wrestler is a really cool idea. Um, especially when they go to the trouble to render Matt Bloom, uh, yeah. for him to yell at you. Um, I think I could, I would do two things. Um, like there's a couple games, um, like the Guitar Heroes and the Rock Bands kind of come to mind. Yeah. Um, they started to get advanced enough where it was almost like you're actually playing guitar. Yeah. It would be kind of cool if Matt Bloom could, like, train you on being a wrestler. Um... You know, so you kind of have some of the workouts. Obviously, you can't bounce the ropes and stuff and beat people right. up, but you know they can kind of get you in the in the burpee shape, kind of show you what safe bumps look like, maybe. Um, another cool thing I think would be, you know, we're we're really we're really good at doing like interactive content, right? Playing with people online. I think it would be kind of cool if you could, um, in your career mode, not just have your you know book wrestlers. I think it would be kind of cool if you could. Um, like record promos and put those online and then have like you know online voting you know for who had the better promo kind of thing i think yeah. that'd be kind of cool that'd be pretty cool i like that yeah yeah i mean we have the technology where you can record people's faces and their voices um so it'd be kind of you know if you've, you're not just designing an entrance or a move set you know you get to actually be the character so i, I think that would be you know uh pretty interactive and kind of kind of a new spin on it almost like you are doing a karaoke version of it but you know you you get to do the promo for your wrestler and kind of see how that might affect the crowd and you know boost your wrestler and you know maybe get you know xp points or something like that but i don't know that'd be you know something next level i honestly for me and i know they're doing the whole reboot of the game if they could just do the royal rumble and just, it's possible that 10 guys, 12 guys, 14 guys are in the ring at once. And you can roll out of the ring. Like, just just make it... Just, just that. I'm going to be happy with that. If you could do the Royal Rumble and make it look like the Royal Rumble. You know, like what we watch. That's, that's pretty much all we do when we play 2K. <laughs> so, it's not... As long as that could be more realistic, I'd be thrilled. I'd be to the moon. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean that's the problem. That's, is they, that's a fun I, idea. I think the only the only bugaboo is you still at some point have a limit because otherwise there'd still be people who try yeah, to get 30. all thirty all thirty guys into the ring. And yeah, thirty's the limit. I don't know if the 
like the rendering could handle 30 different guys doing hey. independent reactive actions. I said I wanted it to be as realistic as possible. If that's a possibility, give it to me. I, I also, I will say, the game got a lot harder. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of the game getting too hard. I feel like we're playing pro wrestling here. We're not doing a UFC game. If yeah. I want Daniel Bryan to win the championship, then all I have to do is control Daniel Bryan until he wins the championship. That should be how that game works. It should be, I don't have to put it on easy and win after one finisher, but damn it, I should always be able to win. I feel like I would lose on easy just because I didn't have the tap down properly for for a pin. Yeah. I, yeah, they, like that they really screwed up the 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 what's the what's the word um just not the interface but just the technique of it all just the general layout of the game just kind of was a bummer because you could lose after one move yeah like i wish that they could get in the room with uh, like the capcom guys who designed the god of war uh time sequences yeah because i feel like those i know that they existed before that but i feel like god of war really polished it so even if you were fighting you know a massive you know god or a giant or a dragon um you know it felt like you you were doing enough to kill those those monsters just by you know uh the directions that they wanted you to do so it was challenging but it it contextually made sense and you never felt like you were just overwhelmed and that the controls were holding you back um that w- that would be something kind of nice I, I mean i know these extra wrinkles are fun but the main thing is we we'd actually probably invest in this game a little more confidently if just the basic in-ring product was better yeah and i i, like- I have a lot of hope for what's coming up because i i think the wwe overall for all of their product lines whatever it's been like everything's kind of been up in the ante in regards to quality and i i hope that there's someone involved in this that said like there's a reason that you make an announcement a year or i'm sorry like four months before 2k19 comes out there's a reason you make an announcement that this game needs an overhaul like you've pretty much just destroyed your sales for this year uh by making that announcement but you know that's also 2k recognizing that their product is getting a little stale and and they need to go in a different direction like that it's good news for video gamers good news for wwe video game fans and wrestling video game fans but yeah i mean uh it's sad that it did get to this point they're definitely getting ready for the xfl because they're just definitely punting on 2k19 like it it doesn't sound like a big priority um oh well, I'm hoping that because they're making this change, it, it maybe it was. Let's let's talk some wrestling. Uh, we've lost, uh, I'd say, 75% of our listening audience talking 2K19. Um, let's let's get a little bit more. We've talked about Kyle O'Reilly. He, he absolutely had to play 2K19 instead of wrestling. Um, also, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I'm the one that said we should change the subject, but how disappointing is it that Kyle O'Reilly doesn't come to the ring playing air guitar? What a bummer. What? It's not what I saw. Yeah, he was playing guitar on the way down. Oh, all right. Well, never mind. I was wrong. (laughs) So, uh, Matt was wrong. (laughs) Uh, Kyle O'Reilly was air air guitar on his way down to the ramp, and uh, Adam Cole stepped up to the plate and said, Hey, I want a piece of him. And, uh... (laughs) What? 
That's what he said. He slapped Kyle O'Reilly and said, I want a piece of Ricochet. And then that's why he was tagging with Roderick against Pete Dunne and uh, Ricochet. Oh, you mean in real life? Yes, in real life. Okay. In real life, fake wrestling. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, this is... Uh, I don't know if it moved a lot of story forward, except that you know Ricochet and Pete Dunne are going to have beef with each other. Yep. Um, after uh, Ricochet did a haya flip flip and hit his his good buddy, um, classic wrestling. Yep, and uh, you know, like a little bit of communication tried... works this out, but yeah, <laughs> I mean they should have just talked to each other instead of letting this get worse and worse. But you know that's yeah. how relationships go. You know you don't. It's easy for us. We're on the outside. You know we're. It's easy to give advice to another. You know couple. You know, it's not till you're part of the couple that you see that it's not that easy. You know, communication, there's unspoken agreements. Very complicated, right? Um, oh, my gosh, yeah. So we're definitely playing, you know, um, armchair quarterback here, you know, calling the play. It's a, it's, a hard, it's a hard thing to be a tag team, Matt. It's very difficult, okay? Yeah. We're not there. We're not in it. We're not sweating. We're not taking, you know, slaps and kicks and flips and... Who's he? What's it's? You know, it we're, it's easy for us. You know, we're just sitting back and watching. But you know, Ricochet and Pete, they got a lot of things to talk about. You know, hey, we we know it's difficult because we just went a whole week uh, or two weeks without, without talking heavy to machinery. Each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mike, we never go a week without talking to each other. What are you yeah. talking about? Ducky. Oh, unless I go on my honeymoon. Yeah. Um. Well, we also have another tag team that made their uh, presence felt was the War Raiders. Oh, I thought you had that other team. Yeah. Uh, War Raiders uh, actually have a name. Uh, They have a chant. Uh, The crowd was actually pumped for them, which I think is a good sign for the the Raiders going forward. Um, Because after Undisputed Era was stomping away um, at their opponents, people just started saying, War, 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 War. Um, which I think is just the last connection they have to their old name, which is, it's fine. works for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but how, I mean, there, is this going to be, what, what do we hope for here? I mean, do we hope for the end of the undisputed era and the tag team division? Because anything that ends for the undisputed era means that they're one step closer to the main roster. Cause I don't doubt you don't you don't make a move for Roderick Strong to join the Undisputed Era unless you're completely confident that he can move up to the main roster with the rest of these guys. And as long as they've spent uh, on the NXT roster and it's been absolute gold for us, you got to think that these guys are like, all right, we're ready for the big contracts now. We're ready for the big money. Uh, and and they they've earned it. They they're ready for the money. They've been in wrestling forever. Um, I mean, is that what you hope for, or or are you still are you watching that match, rooting for the undisputed era, like I am accustomed to? Well, I think the tough part is. Um, I'm not sure something... why I spoke like Niles Crane there, but uh, go ahead. Um. Yeah, I mean, I mean, some of our <laughs> audience knows that reference. Oh, uh, that's actually a dated show now, so you you really got to play your cards right with the Niles Crane reference uh, for Frazier. <laughs> um, but I the only thing that. Um, and you know, like NXT is our favorite wrestling show. It always, it always feels like they can't do anything wrong. Um, I think they're pretty close to running into some issues where, you know, like at TakeOver, uh, Velveteen Dream and EC3 put on a match that 
didn't quite get the crowd reaction I think we were anticipating. Like, it, it didn't quite have the, um, you know, electricity. Um, the feud wasn't super strong. It just kind of seemed like, you know, we like these two guys. Kind of more like an appreciative crowd reaction. Ooh. And it's because they don't have super defined roles. Yeah. Like, EC3 was kind of a heel. Then he was kind of a face. But he was acting like a face in the takeover match while Velveteen Dream was... He's booked like a heel, but the crowd loves him, so he gets a hero's welcome. Yeah. So I think that just the tricky part moving forward with this tag team feud is the War Raiders are still treated, you know, like they get chance. Um, They're kind of treated like conquering heroes. Um, But Undisputed Era is noticeably smaller. Uh, you know, almost looks like a hundred pounds a piece, you know, for each, each member. Um, but the crowd is super behind Undisputed Era. Um. As it should be. So that's kind of a tough thing for the NXT writers to juggle, where you, you kind of make those, you know, like, who to cheer for and who to boo for, you know, because it, it, it does, it does make for a better wrestling experience with a little bit, a little bit more defined roles. I think we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the podcast, too. Uh, but Matt, hot tag. Do you see that being an issue uh, for this feud and you know the rest of NXT going forward with all these guys that are so likable? Um, you don't really have someone to boo outside of Gargano. I don't know if that's ever an issue. I I having too I many likable guys because I want if, you to if... think. I want you to think about that takeover match with Dream and EC3 where it kind of felt flat, and I think it's because of that reason. That's the thing is you said that and I I don't know maybe I had it on mute when I watched it but the whole time I was giggling and rolling around on my couch watching that 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 match so I I don't know I unless I'm just that out of touch with the pro wrestling fan I I don't yeah, know I I are. loved it I I guess I am you, um, you are really you are really tone deaf uh, I <laughs> you, you are really having a bit of Paltrow moment right now. But it's not like, um, you know, when you run into the issues of just, uh, like, appreciation. Don't you guys hate when your butler uses the wrong furniture polish? (laughs) God, I hate that. Don't you Um, hate the phone and your limo busted? (laughs) (laughs) Um, now I lost my train of thought. Um, here's the thing. These guys are not just getting appreciation because of what they've done elsewhere. I feel like uh, Velveteen Dream has earned what he's done here. Undisputed Era, what they've done here is Undisputed Era is what they're getting chanted for. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Ciampa, uh, Johnny Gargano, like it's it's being forgotten what they've done in the past, and now they're becoming the NXT versions of themselves. Uh, so if it's that, that, I guess that's my counterpoint, is look at Gargano and Champa. You've got two guys that pe- people really appreciate and like. And that match was, was off the rails. And, uh, you know, I think it's it's just a matter of putting more time into into the feud. I think if, uh, if we thought that EC3 and Velveteen Dream was going to continue after that night, sure, it would have been bigger. Uh, but that's, you know, that's the same sense how you don't have five main events every night. Um, you know, you go to a comedy show, you don't have 
Pat Oswald start and then have you know the next you know his opener his local opener come out next. Um, you know I, I think it's it's part of the game. You're gonna let Velveteen Dream and EC3 kind of build up their own characters and and I think if either one of them was put into the main event slot, uh, which I think Velveteen is is on his way up, I I just. I think the you know it would explode. I think um, I think it's just a matter of knowing like there's there's big meaning to matches, and when you talk about you talk about a match that is a just personal feud or at least that's what it's dubbed as. Uh, that's what the you know if you were reading right, Bleacher Report they say it's it's a personal feud. But when you when you throw what kind of match. What kind of match then do you think is going to get booked for heavy machinery when they get their title shot against Undisputed Era? If Era's been booked heel, heavy machinery's been the face, but heavy machinery is, you know, the big boys. You know, this would be the new Authors of Pain. Um, Are you saying, like, do they need know, the a specific type style? of match to get excited do you for? Have to, do you have to do a double switch? No. Not at all. I think NXT's been lucky in that way. That whatever whoever they put in as a tag team, it kind of feels like, you know, think about how the revival. Everybody loved them, uh, especially as they were heading uh, on their way out. I mean, that wasn't a team that was looking for hugs and kisses. Um, and whoever they were facing at the time, just uh, you know, if it was DIY or if it was uh, AOP, it was. It was just I don't know love and appreciation all around. I think, I don't know. I I if I had to. If I had to say, if, if if EC3 and Velveteen Dream fell flat, that would be an outlier for me. Because I, I feel like a lot of guys that are in these matches uh, for NXT, there there's appreciation on both sides. Just I'm not I'm not trying to completely run down. Um, I don't know. I, it's a hot tag question. That's that's my hot tag answer. That's as quick you know, like right off the top of my head. I feel like. That is how NXT has has been played off. I mean, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor, you you weren't really looking at Samoa Joe and and hating on him. I think the character was built that way, but I think everybody was okay when he won. Um, like it, it was like great, Samoa Joe won the NXT title, good for him. Yeah. Like like yeah, like that was on the side. That was. That was still what we all felt because we all love and appreciate what Samoa Joe does as a pro wrestler. Um, See, I want to. I, I think that NXT kind of has that luxury, right? Yeah, we that's, do have a smaller that's definitely crowd that what I'm. Is, yeah, that they they have that luxury where you can just be appreciative of all the talent in the ring. Because that's what that um, show is. That show is uh, is a uh, for the fans. I, the WWE makes enough money. They didn't. I'm. I'm a hundred percent positive that there's enough ways to get nxt for free that the wwe doesn't thrive off of the existence of nxt but i i would say a lot of it is about brand value that they're enhancing their own brand by saying we are the ones who created nxt and it's for you right and i think that's that's where a lot of the reactions come from i just like the Dream and Gargano match kind of stands out for me. And then if we kind of... Um, you mean for next week? It was... Uh, I apologize. The Dream and EC3 match you know, oh, makes me okay. think of that. I'm, I'm pumped for that next week. Yeah. Um, and I actually think Dream and Gargano is going to be better, not just because uh, Gargano's 
you know, a better storyteller in the ring than EC3, which isn't fair. Gargano is probably better than, you know, 99% of the, uh, you know, active wrestlers on Earth right now. Uh, but I think it's going to be a good story because Dream is heelish but gets the heroes welcome and Gargano's fans are you know we're kind of we're kind of being you know the the strings are being pulled and we're 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 made to feel split on on Gargano because he's not quite the face squeaky clean that we're used to you know he's he's done things or he's tried to he's sacrificed winning a match um so he could try to hurt uh Champa his rival um so I could almost see Dream getting the cheers next week and Gargano kind of getting the boos um, but I, you know, it's all oh, that's by design, you know, it's not like a, obviously not even remotely close to a Roman Reigns situation, but I think it's going to be pretty interesting, um, to see Dream potentially get that big boost for being in the ring with Gargano and Gargano probably, you know, if, if we had to put money down, I would probably actually pick the Dream to win. All right. Um, this, this smells like a big opportunity for him um no i i, I totally and story, agree and storyline wise uh i think it makes sense for gargano to go down yeah and and you don't need anything to to recapture the magic of champa and gargano come wrestlemania um that that's just that they need to get away from that um and, and they have the luxury again to you continue to use that word uh they have the luxury of going away from it and coming right back because those guys aren't yeah. going anywhere right now. Um, it would make zero sense for that not to end in Gargano winning. And holy hell, if they don't have the character arc of a lifetime being set up right now, where we don't know who took out Aleister Black, but we, we haven't written off Gargano yet. All right. Yeah, I think he just said, he, never, he didn't officially say no. He just says, you know, to Regal, you know, look in my eyes, you know who I am. Uh, you know me, so... Not not quite, you know, claiming innocence, but, you know, also saying, you know, really, you're going to bring this to me now. Right. So, uh, but real quick, while we're still on that issue for NXT, I think it was kind of a lighter week. I mean, the, the main event was really fun, but besides that, eh, um, I wouldn't mind jumping into SmackDown. If yeah! Only because this, this still touches on what we've been talking about. Um, the big story, obviously, is Becky. Yeah. And, uh, and... But real quick, before we dive into that... Oh. Uh, I was just going to relate how, you know, what we're talking about with Dream and EC3. Uh, Shut up! Uh, yeah, go ahead. Taking it to The Miz. The Miz and Daniel Bryan feud that it doesn't feel like it quite has the fire uh, that it could be. Um, and it feels like part of that is because of that, that middle ground where, you know, Miz is, you know, kind of at that likable heel where he's so funny and charismatic you... You you don't root for a hundred percent success, but you do kind of clap and say "awesome" when yeah. he enters. Um, and then when he's on Miz and Mrs., you know he's he's you know he and his wife are pretty charming people. You know they're they're kind of fun to watch. Um, and then Daniel Bryan being, um, you know he's the underdog. He's the real wrestler. You know he fought in the Indies. He fought in bingo halls. And then to see him on Total Bellas, it's like well. Quite as authentic, I feel, as you could be. I mean, I know you want to make money. This is, you know, this is a business, but it feels like this is this is an exact, you know, like they don't have that luxury. Yeah. 
Um, so that's why it feels like that that kind of feud in particular, because you don't really have it. You know, the writers still try to keep it, you know, as defined as possible. Miz, bad, Daniel, good. But I don't know, the 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 the, uh, the intangibles, you know, uh, Michael Mizowski is, I think, his name. <laughs> um, he, he's likable enough that it's it's kind of ruining it. Um, so does that kind of factor at all into your opinion? Or do you think that it's just you have to look at it as two different beasts, like NXT versus SmackDown with NXT having that luxury? Or I guess NXT versus main roster. So does the Miz getting appreciation factor into the heat of this match? Yeah, does it does it hurt the uh, potential emotional connection with the match? Miz being likable and Daniel, you know, being on the Bella Total Bellas. Oh, um, I mean the the Total Bella things is definitely a fart uh, sandwich because it it feels forced, and I think that's what goes back to why do we not appreciate everything the WWE does for Roman Reigns. Uh, where Roman puts on a great show, and damn it all to hell if if I wish I could think differently. Like, I wish I could look at Roman Reigns and be like, man, that's my hero right there. Um, I mean, that would be pretty pathetic from a 30-year-old man, but... <laughs> but it's just because it's, it's forced, and this is forced. And when they announced it was Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan, it was like, we get it. Like, this is... We're, we're selling this TV show. Um, it's just, it, it, it's, it's getting away from what this should be about. And this should be, this should be the end to like one of the greatest feuds of all time. And instead we're infusing, we're infusing the, the mixed match part just to sell TV. Where right. if we knew we were infusing the mixed match part to make this about relationship versus relationship, that would be that would work, but we're too we're too involved. We're too smart, and I I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but we we know too much is what I'm trying to say, and and that that kills that kills this feud. And, and to be I mean to be honest and to give you that answer, yeah, it, it hurts it a little bit. But I will say the pro wrestling fan inside me will still come into this match. And I will still chuckle when The Miz does his things, which I think is, is appropriate. Um, I think if you're watching him and you're just booing out of your mind, uh, that's uh, you don't watch you don't watch a regular TV show and do that when the bad guy gets his way. So let's right. pump the brakes. Uh, you know, if you're watching Breaking Bad and you don't feel like a hint of like oh, I could I could see myself doing that, like that's <laughs> like that's normal. <laughs> That's the right. normal thing. Um, but I, I think, um, you know, I, you know that's a good point, too. Like, like think about how many different parallels there are in TV right now. and, and Or maybe not even parallels, but um, maybe there should be more intersections for talking about geometry here. Um, yeah. Between what's going on in, in TV today and what the, the WWE continues to do, where there is that definition of, of heel and face, and it's... As much as they say they don't care about it, the writing doesn't say that. Um, and shoot, maybe you know, maybe that makes more sense to talk about when it comes to Strowman and Reigns and Becky yeah. and Charlotte. But for for the Miz and Daniel, it does make sense to have heel and face. 
Um, so I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth here. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm rambling, but, uh, you know, I think to answer your question, uh, yeah, it does, it does hurt, but I think from that sense that I was trying to get to as a wrestling fan, I'm still going to be pumped when it starts because I love Daniel Bryan and, um, I love The Miz. Oh, you son of a bitch. I just saw... What you wrote on our fucking notes, you piece of shit. <laughs> I guess that's just for me, but um, damn it all to hell, Michael. How am I supposed right, to well, focus? I think we, we, got, uh, we got a whole separate podcast there of Matt reacting there. Um, <laughs> as we know, hot tags are supposed to be 5 to 20 minute answers, and Matt, you definitely used the full duration there. Um, let's Thank move you. on. You're welcome. Um, Matt, this culmination of the Irish last kicker, Becky Lynch, Charlotte, TikTok bitch, boom. Um, <laughs> this is another, this is a spot where, you know, we kind of look at the SmackDown writers and go, no, what are you guys doing? This isn't really working. Well, you're trying to make Becky bad, but we like her a lot. And they're going to keep letting it ride. Woo! Because <laughs> um, not only did she do a heel turn, just to really just, you know, this isn't this isn't pencil and eraser. This isn't erasable ink. This is, this is a Sharpie. A real permanent Sharpie. Because she used the word bitch. Bitch! That is a declaration of heeldom if I've ever heard it. Even Gargano hasn't said bitch. Yeah. Um, Becky Lynch dropped the bitch bomb on her her ex-best friend now, Charlotte, because she's tired of that bitch having the belt. Toad-tickling son of a... You you bitch. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, where's... Is this this another tone-deaf move by the writing team? Well, here, here's what I'm going to do, Mike. This is going to be our first time doing this. I have a camera pointed Jiggle at high. myself. You ready for this? I, I'm going to go Facebook Live for this answer. You ready? So this I... is going to be great fun for the podcast listeners. Uh, so I'm hitting the button now. Uh, okay. But your your question was... Oh, and it's starting now. Uh, your question was, is, is, is the WWE tone deaf? It says I'm live. I don't see a picture of myself, though. Let me uh, make sure yeah, this is actually working. Yeah, see if you can find working. a picture of yourself. Oh, it's, okay. It just says I'm live. It doesn't say that it's actually recording me. I'm looking around. I usually have framed pictures of myself. I'm not <laughs> seeing one, which is weird. I'm in my own home. Yeah. Um... Well, here's the best part, is that I'm giggling right now on the screen, and nobody can hear what you're saying. <laughs> but here's let me just if anybody can hear me right now all right, is the, Sybil. All is right, the wwe tone deaf i think if if you've gone through my articles on bodpodcast.com the main point i'm trying to drive home is that becky can still be what they're trying to make but don't make charlotte flair the sympathetic character because she's the jerk that took over her best friend's Main event shot at the title. Just took it right Ooh, away. Did she take it away, though? I mean, yes! Like, 
hold on, it's like you're at work and you know you're like you're both doing the same I, job and then well, now you're ruining says, my hey, Facebook Live video because I was gonna go hey, on a rant and now you, everybody's looking at me listening to you. You're gonna go, you know, hey, <laughs> I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you a promotion. You're gonna turn that down just because your friend also wants a promotion. Is she that bad? Are you sympathetic Charlotte, to that? It's no, I'm not sympathetic. Yeah, it's just right. Charlotte got an opportunity to get so a promotion. Why would she you write that? It. She earned it through victory. Then why would you write that into the storyline and have us try and boo Becky when she's just like, I wanted that promo or <laughs> promo that promotion. Yeah, I want a cool promo. Yeah, I want a cool promo. If I she wants bitch a lot. Isn't that you? Isn't that you? When your friend gets the promotion, aren't you the one that's reacting that way? Or at least in your head, you're like, I'm going to kick the shit out of them. Like, I I don't want to be their friend anymore. I'm not happy for them when they took it away from me. That's the story that makes sense. I don't call my adult friend a bitch. Yeah, but they're not your friend anymore. Mike, I've already defined that they're not friends. That is the storyline here. That is the yeah, like look, that Becky, should be the end game. Becky is at fault. What are you talking about? Oh, I can't wait. Like I look like an idiot right now just with the camera looking at me and I'm just waiting for you to finish, but <laughs> Becky is not at fault is what Michael just said, ladies so and the, gentlemen. So the so the problem is that like, yeah. we've made it where Becky Alright, I'm gonna end this wrong. video. This doesn't make a ton of sense Becky, to Becky should be happy for her friend. But instead, Becky's being a little bitch herself, maybe. Right? She is not being happy for her friend who got a promotion. It's not very nice. Uh, but the problem is that Charlotte has gotten every single accolade and opportunity ever. Um, so, uh, now, now, like, the storyline makes sense, right? If you just wrote it down on paper... But this isn't just a one-off thing. This is years of, of um, uh, you know, uh, tumultuous um, interactions. Uh, a tumultuous career for Becky where she's she's always been second fiddle, third fiddle, you know, if Sasha's on the roster. Um, or Alexa's on the roster. Uh, you know, so she's got an underdog story, right? Because she she's really hasn't had her chance to come up. Um... And it's, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if this is the direction I would have taken. Like, you and I talked about it last week where, you know, I said in the long run, this is going to benefit Becky. And we're, we're still kind of in that floundering region, um, you know, where we haven't quite committed to Becky being a heel champion. We're still, we're just watching her say, you know, naughty language on SmackDown, um, which I'm sure Fox is very excited to hear. Uh, we might even be able to hear shit which I am pretty excited about because I think at about 10 p.m. you can say shit on Fox. Matt, hot tag. Who's yeah. going to say shit first on the SmackDown roster? All right. So I'm going to try this again with the Facebook Live video. Looks like it's still no, not working. No, you're going to answer the shit question. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to answer the shit question, but it's still not working, damn it. All right, who's going to say shit? Say it. Say it. All right, the first person to say shit. shit? Who's going to shit on SmackDown? I hate this. All right, that's not working. Um, I don't know. Nakamura. I'm I'm trying to get this stupid thing to work. 
<laughs> oh, what a bummer. Um, I actually thought, like, I keep thinking, uh, you know, I keep reading online, you got to do live video or nobody's going to pay attention to your podcast. Um, and here I am trying it and it's not working. Facebook. Mother. We, we could really use Anakin Her. Skywalker right now. It's working! <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Matt, you know, based on your article, uh, based on the, the hot, hot video you made. Ooh, sizzling, sizzling reels. Got the sizzle reel out there. Uh, Becky Lynch is being compared to Stone Cold. Matt, if you were to sum that up. In one sentence, why is Becky Lynch Stone Cold Steve Austin? Damn it. See, here's the problem. <laughs> this is what I was trying to explain before. She's the sympathetic figure in this. She's the one who lost out. And I know I know what you're saying. Like, Charlotte earned her way through it. But nobody, like, feels sympathy for that. I, I you don't. Nobody, like... You can't sell Charlotte as a sympathetic figure. She won the title. She stole the singles match away from Becky. That's the sympathetic figure. You can't turn that into a heel. That's what I've been preaching for two weeks now. And it's not about Becky winning the title. It's not about keeping her face. Because that's not the way to go right now. But this is where it works. You make her into the person that gets her revenge. She's not exactly the hero that we need right now. She's... She's the anti-hero. She's... I know, but if you're mad at Charlotte, how are you going to make Becky a heel? We're not like Charlotte, Charlotte is doing things Charlotte. that you're, you're like, oh, damn it, Charlotte! And then you're going to make Becky a heel. I'm talking about making her the anti-hero. We're talk- you just asked me what makes her Stone Cold. Stone Cold was our hero. So you He's think an anti. It's Vince McMahon. It's the same thing as watching Deadpool and being happy when Deadpool wins. That's what that's what we're hoping for. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for Becky to come out and beat the shit out of Charlotte as she did, but not to have her walk off with no music, like she's Tommaso Ciampa. She should be walking off with her music blaring. Or at the very best, give her a new song that rocks the hell out of the building. Like, that would be the right way to go. Have us cheering. You know, you could still root for Charlotte if you need your baby face. Like, if you need to go, oh, that Charlotte, you know, ah, shucks. She just happened to be Ric Flair's daughter. And darn it all, if that doesn't mean she gets everything handed to her. That poor girl. Like, you can root for that if you absolutely need to. But if you want the, you know, Irish, like, uh, oh my god, what's the S word? kicker. Let no! Um. Bitch! Uh, immigrant. Shit! You have oh. the Irish immigrant coming over, working her way to the top, and she's almost there! And then that goddamn blonde fucking privileged piece of shit just comes, oh, you know what? She's back from surgery. We're not going to mention what that surgery was, by the way. She's back from surgery, and oh, she's she got the title. Oh, darn. She took the title from me. That's a character, a character to forget. But the character that looks at that and says, Damn it, I'm going to raise hell. 
I'm gonna open a can of whoop ass and beat the shit out of this girl till she learns that that was my title. See, to answer your hot tag question, in, she's in defense of Becky. So, what is Charlotte's role in all of this? Charlotte can be whatever. If they want to write Charlotte the way they've written Charlotte, that's fine because so far they're making Roman Reigns 2.0. They're telling you that regardless of how not a friend she is to Becky, how privileged she is to hold these titles. And how much she's willing to hold down her best friend to ensure that she's at the top. Which, as you said, is fine, but is also not a friend that I want of mine. I wouldn't want to know that one of my friends held me down so they could stay at the top. They don't have to be my but enemy, but they're not if, my friend. If they anybody can... could get a promotion, I would pick my friend. You would pick your friend to hold you... Pull put your shoulder so they're gonna shove you underwater you've got to hold your breath i would rather that my friend got a promotion rather than some slapdick who works in the audience mike i i i I love you you would not feel you would not be telling us stories of their triumph the next time we went to a bar if they got the promotion over you you wouldn't be going you know if only I had Man. known, if only my if, dad was Ric Flair, I would have been holding that title. Gosh darn it. Man, if, Man. We, if you and I were brothers You were so... Hold on. There's nobody on planet Earth that is listening to your argument and is like, you know what? He's right. There's Charlotte a lot deserves of nodding, all of this. A lot of nodding heads, a lot of shoulders being shrugged. Like, I think he's making nope. a good point. Nope. Nobody. So listen to this. Listen to this. If... <laughs> The two of us were the brothers of discussion. Yeah, let's say we were. All of a sudden, somebody said one of you is going to be the father of discussion. I would rather you be the father of discussion than someone else. Boom. Go ahead and try to debate that. All right, let me see if I can get this Facebook Live to work one more time. That's what I thought. TikTok, bitch. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. Why doesn't this work? Well, okay. Um, Here's so, Mike. I, man, I know, I know what you on. mean, and I, I get it. Can I but finish? Can I finish? You asked me a question. Yeah, go ahead, finish, and then I'll answer right. your goddamn question. All right, I'm finished. You piece of shit. I, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> I would be happy if you got the promotion. There's nobody else in the room. Oh, go ahead. But nobody on the outside is going to look at that situation, and when I kick the shit out of you, nobody's going to feel sympathy for you. Nobody. Because if I was in line to get that promotion, wait, 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 and then wait. you, you just, just were like, oh. You just undid the Charlotte storyline. What? You just undid the whole thing, so you got it. You get another opportunity, ho-hum, and then I don't get one. Everyone's going to root for me. What? But no, I, I said if I was in line to get it and you took me it from me. I'm the underdog, but I'm okay. going to root for you because you're my brother. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. I don't know what you're talking about anymore. TikTok, bitch. Shut know. up, <laughs> piece of shit. Hey, hey. What? We can't say that yet. Why not? It's not 10 p.m. 
Oh, that's true. You know what? We're still rated as a child-friendly podcast. So. Not for long, bitch. Alright, so... <laughs> <laughs> Let's agree that I'm right. Okay, moving okay. on. Samoa Joe called a Wendy's fast food restaurant this week. Uh, no, sorry, that was AJ Styles' wife, whose name also is Wendy. Uh, yeah. He invited himself to the family picnic. Matt, hot tag question. Will AJ ever get mad? Uh, mad in the sense that another man is inviting himself to your wife's picnic. Matt... How would you feel if Samoa Joe called your wife Michelle and said, hey, I'm going to fuck you at your picnic? I wouldn't be happy about it. Um, Would you just kind of of do like a kind of a lukewarm frown and, oh, that stinks face? Or would you try to (laughs) slap... We mean... Would I run out of the arena? (laughs) Yeah, and pump Find a gun? Yeah, because yeah. you're well, you're gonna need some help. We'll, we agree on that. <laughs> well, is, is the argument here that Samoa like the argument is AJ like, Styles could show a little emotion? No, I'm here's here's what I'm getting is is AJ under the impression that he's not actually talking to Wendy? Like, uh, if some no. guy walk up to me, like if I was sitting inside of Panera, my uh, wife goes to the restroom, and some guy walks up to me, and he's like, you know what? I just went in the bathroom and fucked your wife. Like, Boom. you know, that's a Fancy bad example. Because I probably would get up and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I'd probably lose my shit. I'm going to um, find somebody to beat you up, sir. <laughs> you see these? You see these? Huh? See Look these fingers? They're for dialing the police. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 911. <laughs> yes, I'll hold. <laughs> One moment, sir. Could you sit down, please? It's table 41 at Panera. No, I, that's just how they mark the tables now. You know you know what? It's for a, a very nice uh, online ordering system they have. No, you know what? Nobody like uses WWE it. I, I swear, officer, seriously, if you have a moment, just order online and sit at a table. They'll bring it... Officer. No, I swear, right to the table. Right from online to the table. I swear to God. Also... Uh, Mike, I'm talking to a police officer on the phone right officer, now. Officer, officer, hello. Wait, hello. my brother, my brother hello. wants to take the phone. Hi, hi. This is my brother. Hello, hi. Here he is. Hello, hi, hi. Hello, yeah. You have the phone, hi. Mike. He can hear you. Hello. Can you hear me? Hi. Hello. Okay. Hello. Hi. Yes. yes. Hello. Yes. 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 Uh, yes. This is fake. I'm sorry. Yes. So hang up. Okay. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We have a podcast. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Okay. He hung up. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> um. Matt. Man, I don't like all those years of. Uh, <laughs> I can't even. No, this is great because I can't think of the word right now, and I'm gonna think of it in a second. Uh, it's shot? not. No. Is it bitch? No. Is it shit? It's improv. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say all those years of improv, and then that was the word that escaped me. But I was going to say all those years of improv, and here here all we are. All those years of shit, and here we are. Okay, <laughs> well, uh, this, uh, out of SmackDown, Becky Lynch is the top story. Um, can I? I was what? Concerned. I'm, can I? Can I finish? 
Like, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, how great is it? How great is it that? No, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking murder I'm you. Gonna, you know what? I'm calling the police. Again. Do I have to like say hot tag question to get you yes. to listen? Yes. Hot tag question, Mike. Finally, fuck. Okay, what? How great is it that I am this worked hot up? Hot question. I just want to I'm gonna you. fucking okay, go murder you. <laughs> How great is it that we are this worked up about the women's main event right now? Like, it, is that the end of the question? Yeah. Okay. It's go great. ahead. Anyway, okay. Let's move on to Raw. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do your impression of Kevin Owens so I can record it for our new ad. Yes. Record Kevin Owens. All right. Go. Three, two, Man. one. I'm Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens hey. Lost. <laughs> Was that your Kevin Owens impression? Yeah. <laughs> That's how about, my. How about, maybe, how about maybe next time you actually sound a little bit like Kevin Owens? How about that? How about how about you are the poopa face? <laughs> oh, the poopa face! Yeah, that's, that's a really good insult. Yeah, I'm, I'm we can bad. tell. That's why you're the smart brother of discussion. I hate to see the stupid brother of hey, discussion. Oh my I God. put in the title sequence that you're the smarter one. Damn it. <laughs> So, what talent do you have exactly? I say that I'm the pretty one. <laughs> wow. That other guy, woof. That other guy, that other brother must be ugly as shit. He must be an ugly bitch. <laughs> alright, 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 wait, wait. Let's get back to Kevin Owens. Um, right. So, Kevin Owens uh, turned his match into, with Seth Rollins into an I Quit match, but uh, in a twist, he lost by pinfall and then he declared i quit hot tag have you ever seen that before no me neither but okay how does like he, were you watching hot tag hot tag i have the floor hot tag does kevin <laughs> owens after this move get called up to the nxt roster hot tag wait what did you just say you <laughs> what heard did you me. say you no. heard me no Mike. So he gets demoted to SmackDown. The next Man, best move. The next best move for Kevin Owens is my hot His tag question. Honor. I oh. gave you that hot tag question. I even wrote it down, so I didn't really catch you off guard with it, like you tried to do. Hot tag question, Michael. I have the answer for this, but the next best move for Kevin Owens. Now. NXT. Oh. No. All right. Is that your answer? Because I have the better one. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell everybody All that's right. your answer. The next best move for Kevin Anthony Owens. <laughs> I don't know if that's his middle name. His uh, name isn't Kevin is, Owens, so that's... <laughs> is Kevin Anthony Owens? Yeah. Steen uh, is for him to move back to Canada because this is a stupid sport and these are stupid people who watch it. What's your stupid answer? Go ahead, Matt. What do you got? You're the smart one, right? Yeah, I can't wait to hear this. You're the you're the pretty one who looks like a horse's ass. I can't wait to hear this. Please, please regal us with your, your Man, brilliance. Please, the I can't Raiders, wait. The War Raiders were listed as meanies in our show notes. Uh, but Kevin yeah, Owens... Well, you turn everybody into a War Raider because you're so stupid. All right, let's hear what you have to say. Wow. All right. Kevin, here's what's going to happen to you. Yeah, please. I can't wait. These comments that you're making, they're going to stop. They're gonna stop, wow. young man. Wow. Cause here's here's what's here's Kevin's 
life. Here's his career so far. Is this going to be a four-hour podcast? You haven't started answering the question yet. It's coming. You got to wait for it. You got to wait your turn. You want me to bring out Howard Fink? No. Because he would maybe, he'd have a little more patience, okay? Let's see what Matthew has to say. Yeah, bring in Howard then if he's going to be more patient. Stupid Kevin. You know. He'll put up with dum-dums. Here's the thing. We bring, we bring, we give Kevin the privilege now that he has, now that he's jobless, of being a guest on this show. I'm not jobless, okay? You are screwing me over, all right? You and Michael are both screwing me over. I don't like either of you. I like Michael a lot more, but I don't like either of you. You are, you are gonna be in on my the streets. Life, in my life, okay? It goes Sami Zayn, my wife, Michael, and Matt. You are way at the bottom. Where's your kid? They're above you, but just barely, because they were misbehaving. <laughs> now, what do you want to say to me? Now, this is a once-in-a-lifetime offer where you get to talk to Kevin Owens. What <laughs> are universal champion? Kevin, can you give what? me a minute? I know what my name is. You're only talking to me, Kevin Owens. Now, your entire career so far with the WWE, you have... Has been victory been after victory, all right? I'm taking that catchphrase like, from EC3 because he never wins. Running different... He's terrible. Uh, sort of like um, you. How long is this blown your top? Is this a five at- hour podcast? Shut up! Just because I, I can't think of the words. Oh God, I hate you so much, Kevin. Right now. I hate you, Kevin. You should hate Kevin Owens, all right? Because he's better than you will ever be. Now, what do you want, Matthew Clink? What is it? What your is whole so career important? has been throwing what is different so important temper that you think tantrums. You can waste Kevin Owens' time. What You've is been it? throwing different temper tantrums your whole life. But I think now I've been time... speaking for myself because nobody else will speak for Kevin Owens. It's racism because I'm from Montreal. What do you want, Matthew? What do you want to say that's going to make me feel better about Montreal? Because you. you're not doing it right yet. I'm telling you. You're going right, to be... Let's, let's maybe do it Just... within the next uh, two ice ages, okay? <laughs> that, that, that little chipmunk that eats the acorns will catch one before you ever get your question. What? Now you're laughing. This it, is a very hey, professional podcast. I have my I had answer. a lot of choices. I With all of your temper tantrums where you're mirroring soap, different kids, I could have went to any I number of podcasts. I think now is the time that you are actually going to come into the show, and you're going to be yes. humble, and you're actually going to be a face. I don't know the meaning of the word humble, WWE okay? Career. My native language is French. You we don't use that word humble. We're we beaten by the best. Seth Rollins. You were destroyed by Braun Strowman. And now it's ready. time for you to come in with your tail between your legs, and you're going to put on your face. What baby kind of animal do you think I am? For the Canada, first time racist. as that's a racist. WWE superstar, that is the next best move for Kevin Owens. I didn't even hear your question. I didn't ask a question, you moron. You're gonna talk to me like I'm a moron. Okay, let's hear it. Don't, 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 don't. That is not how Kevin Owens would say it. I told you, are you Kevin. Qu- are, are you quite finished? Are you quite? Finished? I am. I, I, I like am. to hear why. Would you like? Why would you like a rebuttal podcast? on me saying that you're going to be a face when you get back? A face? I don't know what that term is. You're going to be I'm a, a good professional guy. wrestler. I'm a sports entertainer. Your son's going to stop rooting for John Cena and root for you. How's that sound? <laughs> what are you saying i i told you you're gonna be a good guy do you mean that i'm gonna put john cena through a table and he won't be able to wrestle anymore 
Uh, my son will have no opportunity to root for anybody but his father? I I suppose that's what I meant. Okay, I like, the, I, I like the sound of that. I would like to put John Cena through a table. But he'll have to turn heel. I would powerbomb him face. through a, a, a wood chipper right. if it was legal. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. That's your big idea, is that my son will love me? Wow. I didn't know that when he gave me a birthday card that said, I love you, Daddy. Thank God I came on the Brothers of Discussion to find out my son loves me. Before today, I had no idea. All the birthday cards that he drew a beautiful picture of me, they were a shit. But now I know that he loves me. Thank you. Is Michael still around? I haven't heard him. He's probably doing something very smart, unlike this this convoluted theory that you've put together. Oh. I gave you a good answer, damn it, Kevin. But you wouldn't let me you wouldn't let me talk. Oh, I'm so sorry, Matthew. Please continue. You are so you're so good at this job. Okay, go ahead. <sighs> Kevin, the only way for you to redeem yourself, now that you've been completely destroyed as a heel, is to become a face. You will be the phoenix that is reborn. And I'm not saying that you're going to be a face forever, because you will certainly turn on someone when you get the opportunity. I hope but the I'm only turn way on you in a minute. <laughs> yeah. If that means okay, turn on me because that means you're going to be nice to me. But that go ahead. Me being nice to you, right? <laughs> Kevin. What? I, if you were mean, I want to see what being Are mean to me sounds like. Are you saying that I'm going to change my name? I already went from Kevin Steen to Kevin Owens. Now I'm going to be Kevin Phoenix. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. I like phoenixes. You're going to team that's up? That's very rude. I have had a lot to drink, How Kevin. much poutine have you had today? None. I don't drink or drink. That, I don't eat that, that Canadian bur- shit. You better watch your mouth. All right, Canada what? is better than your life will ever be. Kevin, you better get your basketball-wearing shorts out of here. Because you're getting officially kicked off the Brothers of the Discussion... Put my brother back on the line. I'm. St- oh, you're, you're you know such what? I've a had jerk. enough of you. I've had enough you, of you. You know what? You and your Michael scraggly is beard. Looking. He's better looking. He's smart. You're thin. He's very funny. I think fat he has fantastic quads. Uh, <laughs> his biceps are coming in real nice. A lot better than yours, Kevin. Hey, well, you watch your tongue, all right? Yeah. I'm gonna send every Canadian goose that we have to pluck out your eyes. Then we'll see who's laughing. Ah, they're gonna all be right. too fat to show. get the air from all that gravy. You know what? Gravy's a. It's one of the. It's on the food pyramid. All right. So you be quiet. All right. Here's Michael because I've had enough. <laughs> hey, Mike. Matt. Matt, what the hell happened? What did you do to Kevin? Well, I know this was our first opportunity to get a real guest on the show. We've but... had Fink on before and Otis Dozovich. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, we had a wow. main roster superstar. That's true. Our first main roster superstar. <laughs> um, I think you made a lot of good points, Matt. Um, like they're gonna kind of reboot Kevin Owens. I think there's definitely a better way to say it. Um, this is international superstar Kevin Anthony Owens Steen. Um, I I would have maybe phrased it a little bit better, but I think you were right on the money. Um, it's it is time to reboot Kevin. Um. And I, I, I just shook his hand, and now he's broken my wrist. Oh, God. See, I, that's the problem I, with Kevin. He never knows when to quit. 
Like, right now is the worst time to quit. (laughs) And he did it anyway. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even upset. I'm going to have him autograph my cast. It's not a big deal. Uh, But... Well, let me ask you, let's, uh, I think we've settled on Kevin, because uh, we're, we're at an hour here. Let's, uh, how do you feel about Braun Strowman? I want to get your answer here. Another hot tag. We're just going to go back and forth on these hot tag questions. Um, well, I'm not sure if Braun Strowman's going to make an appearance, because uh, all I have to do is stand here and, oh, maybe he'll walk in and I'll just yell, get these hands. No, I won't do it. Um, <laughs> I'm not finished with you. Uh, <laughs> not finished with you. <laughs> I said I'm not really finished with you. <laughs> um, is Braun Strowman actually turning heel by recruiting nah. Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre? I mean, he couldn't be with two guys who are more heelish on that roster. Um, this, you know, like a week or two ago, we talked about um, being in the midst of the Gargano Champa uh, feud. You could just kind of sit back and relax. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay as we kind of discover Braun's new role. Because um, he, you know, with size, he should be heelish against Roman because he's, you know, the biggest man in the company. And I'm just, I'm really pumped to see what they're going to do with Strowman, Drew McIntyre, and Ziggler versus The Shield um, with the recently returned Ambrose, Rollins, and obviously our universal champion roman reigns i'm i'm pumped to see where this goes i'm pumped to see if it makes it all the way to survivor series we get some you know three on threes five on fives um i i feel like we're we're in a we're in a we're in a pretty we're in a pretty good spot pretty good for, the spot. Main event, for the main event picture uh we have six guys up there who i think you and i are both really excited to watch um on our tvs um so as yeah. far as Bro- Strowman being heel I get it. You know, Roman is the face of the company. He's going to have that belt for a while. We've talked about, you know, just let the Roman Reigns era happen. Um, he puts on good matches at pay-per-views. So, eh, I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm okay seeing Braun as a heel. He's he's too big and strong to be a babyface. He pummels anybody in about three minutes. He should be a heel. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I don't know if it's what you wanted to hear, but I'm okay with it. I, I'm just I'm gonna go back and make the argument I made on uh, bodpodcast.com. I I think the the heel move is Roman Reigns asking for help first uh, because when you're talking about these matches that are supposed to be legitimate and, and and you know we're talking about the better man should win, then if Braun Strowman's coming in and he could easily pin Roman Reigns and that's taken away because Roman has people that run to the ring and ensure that you know Braun Strowman can't even cash in the money in the bank um you know those are your heel tactics right there so if we're looking at it and I and I made this uh assessment of like you know looking back to to what you need to do to win you know we didn't say the x-men were bad guys Mike because they recruited Magneto to beat Apocalypse you know we don't we don't shame Superman because every once in a while he needs Lex Luthor, and we certainly don't care that Batman's marrying Catwoman. <clears throat> that being right. said, Braun Strowman is doing all he can to ensure this is a fair fight, and him ensuring it's a fair fight is not a heel tactic. It is a face tactic. It's everything The Rock did. It's everything that the union was back in the attitude era even though it's it's kind of termed as like the worst faction of all time because it was all faces yeah um 
it's it's still i mean there, there's still that idea there like it, it sometimes it has to be done sometimes dx is too much to overcome but eventually they have to go down and if you have to align yourself with the scum of the earth the show so be it so in my mind braun Strowman's still doing all he can uh just to find a way to make this a fair fight and, and i'm i'm on board with that but i think um as you put your point out there i put mine um i i think what's more fun is that mcintyre and ziggler are still in the main event because i had been bitching and complaining that ziggler lost the intercontinental title um you know where where are they going to go from here then dean ambrose just easily i mean as as much as there was shenanigans outside of the ring i would still argue dean ambrose easily takes care of ziggler the next night on monday night raw uh it, it was just it was looking bad but this is the way to keep them relevant if you look at it the way i'm looking at it they actually beat uh roman reigns yeah <laughs> again i mean you want to look at the scorecard it's ziggler and mcintyre beating braun Strowman and roman reigns yeah it's it just it all looks good and it's them you know not even really getting tested in that match yeah they they never looked like they were on the wrong side and uh, if anything we know that this is ultimately going to end in mcintyre and ziggler fighting uh in some way but if you you know and so that means you're you're making that um uh you're you're accepting that ziggler is actually going to go down on the card and mcintyre is going to go up uh, but for that to happen, these team, the, this team needs to stay at the top. They need to stay relevant. They can't turn into Titus worldwide, um, and, and they're not. For them to be aligned with Braun Strowman is is everything. I think if as human beings, and for them to hope that this uh, works out as a tag team, and that the the end game comes to fruition, it's all it's all going according to plan. I think, and, and I'm not sure if there's anything to add to that, but. It, no, it's I, smooth sailing on my part. Yeah, I, I I'm just pumped. Um, this is this is what we've waited a while for. Not necessarily, you know, Roman versus Braun, but this this main event picture. Our champion is on TV. Um, we have a whole bunch. We have six moving parts. We can kind of mix and match every week. You know, we're gonna be able to see Roman versus Dolph to kind of, you know, we don't want to give away Braun and Roman for free you know ambrose versus mcintyre it's just gonna be fun stuff yep i'm pumped to see it um it's to a point it's gonna get to a point too where you know you're not gonna need belts for any of this stuff like it's just gonna be that fun of a feud to see you know the shield versus mcintyre Dolph, and you know mr money in the bank braun Strowman. which is which is coming up at the super showdown which i i don't know if that's too early for that but i know they need to fill up that card um I think the best thing going for that Super Showdown right now is that we already know how the Greatest Royal Rumble turned out. So whatever happens at that show, we don't really right. Need to it it doesn't tie into storylines really. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the main event in that whole show is Undertaker versus Triple H, which I get it. It's fun for some people. I don't. I Mike. I don't care. I don't care they're, about Undertaker I mean, and Triple H. They're doing a one-off. Um, it's fine i you know i'm not gonna put a ton into it it's it's not gonna be a long match you know the undertaker's already over 50 you know it, you know yeah. it's fine to see those guys on the card i get it so yeah. you know once in a you know no, that's a good point once in I a sh- never 
It's I'm not, not getting... Gonna, it's not going to main event or pull the curtain. It's just something to kind of, you know, get the crowd to, you know, have the little energy and, you know, you get yeah. a nostalgia pop from those two guys who've, you know, carried this company for, you know, decades. So, eh, let it happen. Um, yeah, I won't, I won't get too worked up about it, but uh, no. I, I do want to point out, I'm just, they keep doing ads during Monday Night Raw, and I just, God, I don't care. I know. Um, um, the last thing I'd say is, because I know we're already pushing, and, you know, already past an hour, we don't like to go too far past that. Um, like, we, I, th- I think we kind of glossed on it on, on SmackDown, but the, the bar was able to top um, the OG Bullet Club, or Balor Club, I guess, and, uh, Primo and Epico, who, man, we haven't seen those guys on TV in forever. Uh, and they got to, yeah. you know, basically job out. Uh, yeah. They, they did not get the pin, though, which is good. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, one of the OG's uh, uh, good brothers, you know, ate the pin. Yeah, um, not too thrilled about that, to be honest. But No, but I get it. I mean, Cesaro and Sheamus are, are better wrestlers than, you know, the good brothers. Um you know cesaro is arguably the strongest guy on the roster and he's you know in in tag teams the rest of his life and probably wwe you know at least wwe career um so i think that's kind of fun because i'm excited to see how that tag team um uh uh build up goes you know with these triple threats and then finally you know number one contender matches to fight new day yeah um but then you know just because i know we're focusing on raw i just want to make sure we touched on smackdown's version um but raw um you know the revival being revived um you know this is the fall this is when there isn't tons of viewership um you know because you got a long wait i mean you got survivor series but that's you know i'd say probably number four of it is old but i'd say as far as interest factor it is like number four of the big four pay-per-views so in the fall you can kind of you know do a little experimenting and maybe the revival um you know takes those belts away from the b team i would be happy to see that i would be pumped to see those guys I, they put on a lot of you know four or five star matches at nxt i i'm i'm writing you know we're in the roman reigns era i'm i'm crossing my fingers to see the revival era for the tag team division yeah i i, I wrote about it for uh for the SummerSlam match um i said the b team should hang on because right now at that well at that time they were still popular but i think we're hitting that point where it's all right this is enough this this tag team isn't doing anything for anybody and and we know the revival they're they they're a tag team that's what those guys do best is tag team wrestling and if anything makes sense if we're gonna bring legitimacy is this i i think that's a, a long-term theme for the show is we're always looking to find more legitimacy in the sport and something that will make it easier for us to show to other people um you know we've talked all show about or at least you know we've gone we've gone either sides the two of us of, of trying to find ways to make these story storylines make more sense how do we make them more legitimate um to make tag team wrestling more legitimate you don't have the b team run around with the titles all fall um you know unfortunately we saw last fall jinder mahal running around with the wwe championship um we i i I hate to compare them the two but i'm gonna do it if the b team holds on to the tag team championships 
that uh, that'll be just as low as Jinder Mahal holding on to the WWE Championship. And and we see where Jinder Mahal is now. So this obviously wasn't a part of some long term plan. There are probably some injuries mixed in there that were an issue. But um, you know, right now, just give it to the guys who deserve it. And and it's hard it's hard to say one guy deserves it over another or one team deserves it over another. But at least here as wrestling fans, we can all agree that this team, the revival, is all about tag team wrestling. That's all they do. Right. So let them hold the titles. Right. And I want I want to see them actually do revival matches. Um. You know, where they they kind of they kind of run the table. Um, yeah, they're allowed to you know they're able to do their heelish tactics um, because they're so good at them and they've been doing them for so long. I mean, they have the blessing of the brothers of discussion. They have the blessing of the you know NXT faithful. Um, obviously, have the blessing of Triple H, and I always think it's fun when you get the blessing from um, Stone Cold. He's a big revival fan. Um, he uh, he really gets their product. He he really likes the way they cut their heelish. You know, they're they're there's no. It's black and white. They're they're heels, and they they don't have any interest in doing singles competition and you know uh, elevating you know one of their members up to the you know WWE championship. They want to win the tag team gold. Um, if that's what your focus is and that's what you're really good at, and we you have the resume. Um, you have the resume to be like, all right, you know, let's let's see what happens when these guys are, you know, carrying the division. They're gonna be in good hands. I I hope they give it the green light. I I love Bo Dallas. Um, Curtis Axel is, you know, he's there to help train. He's you know not gonna be you know your, you know your face of the franchise kind of guy. Um, but as much as I love Bo and appreciate Kurt. This is it's time for the revival to get a shot. It's it's been too long. I wholeheartedly agree, um, but I think uh, I think that is where I stand right now. I think that's everything off of our show notes. Uh, unfortunately, we did not ask if anybody had any questions uh, for the brothers of discussion today. And I, uh, if I perused everything on our Facebook page and our Twitter, I know there wasn't anything just asked off the cuff, um, but. Ladies and gentlemen, we are almost hitting that 300 fan mark. Uh, we have 300 follows, but we only have 296 people that have liked the page, so we're looking for 300 there. Um, once we hit that, I want to hit a thank you for everybody. Um, we greatly appreciate everybody that's become a, a member of the faction, uh, regardless if you've gone to bodpodcast.com and become an official member of the faction through our email um uh, subscription, but if even if you haven't done that, uh, we appreciate everybody that's joined the faction through Facebook. Uh, please follow us on Twitter. It's at BOD Podcast. Uh, but whatever it is, enjoy BODpodcast.com. Uh, continue Absolutely. to enjoy uh, the podcast episodes. We are almost at our year with episode 41 coming out. Woo! Obviously, episode 42 is next week. Yes. We'll be recording up north possibly maybe the day before either way we might, uh, we might get some guests next week yeah um, i think uh, i think that would be fun um we might talk about uh, some pretty pretty crazy stuff um especially in, re- in relation to how um uh, wrestling 
defines masculinity and femininity and how I, I would say unusual, at least in the pop culture world, uh, like the norms that we've gone on to accept. Um, we're going to have some, I think we're going to have a few minutes to have some pretty cool guests talk about that next week. Um, yeah, we're not, we're not really talking pro wrestling uh, aficionados, but we're talking about some really smart people that, um, that uh, go, go beyond that. And, but they understand the idea and the sport of pro wrestling, which is fantastic, and they appreciate it, and we have fun with it. Uh, but I think more importantly, they're just they're they're people that that understand the human uh, psyche. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, pumped to do that. Um, hopefully, we can make that happen. If not, you know, we're still gonna have a lot to talk about for you guys. Um, Raw, SmackDown, um, NXT, of course, and then. Uh, yeah, hopefully some more impressions for you guys. Maybe we'll have some more Kevin Owens cameos. Who knows? Uh, yeah, we look forward to hearing from you guys on the, the Twitter. Uh, you know, on the Facebook. And then, hey, subscribe on that website. We want to hear from you guys. All right. Matt. Right off into the sunset. Oh, hell yeah. Just put them on. That was, that was bad. I'm gonna have to go yeah. back and listen to what I did with uh, was Rowdy that Piper to be there. Rowdy? Oh, yeah, boy. that was. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> All right, you need one more drink, I think. Then you'll, you'll be. <laughs> I think I need to be mid-drink, like I was, because then I was gargling. Um, all right, folks, thank you very much. That's BODpodcast.com at BODpodcast. You have a great week and enjoy the content in between. Thank yeah, you. Ha- happy Labor Day. Right, bye. Happy Labor Day. Bye.